welcome to episode four of the In Your Court podcast, a show where we take a topic, discuss it for about 10 minutes, and then kick it back over to the other host or hosts. And uh, I am your host for this episode. My name is Michael. I am recording on location at the Springfield, Missouri airport. Uh, very quiet airport compared to most of the airports that I, I tend to travel. And I like it. I think there's eight gates here. Uh, very quiet, very few travelers. So I'm going to take advantage of it and uh, delve into my response topics from, from David's last uh, episode. So um, it's interesting. Uh, we've had a couple, a couple of back and forths already. Uh, we're still relatively new, and yet I feel like we went really deep, really fast, which I like. Uh, last episode, we he, David talked about a lot of things. He answered some of my questions, <clears throat> brought up some new good points, and um, he also proved my point about something. Uh, you started off by by saying that my question was flawed because pepperoni is a type of sausage but i didn't say when you did explain like yeah pepperoni on pizza sausage for like everything else fine but i still didn't say when you would use which which type of topping you knew it it was implied it fed right into the uh the label conversation which I also really enjoyed. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back to episode three, listen to it. It's really good. David talks about how you can make certain assumptions based on the types of labels we use in order to fill in some of the information. You make those assumptions, you jump forward, and that way you're able to start communicating at that forward level. Where it gets tricky is where some people like to insert a judgment after the stereotype saying that there's a value to a person of that stereotype or um, they will act in a certain way based on other observable things <clears throat> and that that is very it's very dangerous i would not dispute that i i um really appreciated hearing that from from david's perspective um we're in a time period where i feel like a lot of people will use a label this is why I brought it up in the, in the first place, back in episode two. It seems to me that at this point, when you use a certain label, um, especially within senses of either politics, religion, any of these, these big groups, that um, the label is used to divide. It says what you're, you're not a part of as much as what you are a part of. And when you use that label in certain contexts and, and you do the judgment part, um, you're assuming that certain actions will follow, uh, whether or not that's um, the the types of <clears throat> clothes you may buy. Uh, we discussed that in, in uh, earlier as well. Why would we make the purchasing decisions that we do for clothes, cars, neighborhood, um, anything, the kind of lifestyle you choose, the image you, you want to portray. So that is a fascinating thing for me. Um, I don't think I'll ever fully wrap my mind around it because I, I don't feel like I fit into it. I, I fit so poorly in my own mind into the own, my own life that I've built that sometimes I look at it like in a video someone's shot candidly or, or even in my own um, recording of a selfie movie with me and my daughters and, and there'll be times where I, I don't, I can't remember what I was thinking at the time or like why I chose to say the things I did. I'm, I don't present myself the way I thought I would 
and where I'm at now, I, I feel like I don't care as much anymore. I, I, I like some of the ideas that drive me, and, and that's probably what, what uh, caused David to select me to be a co-host in the first place. I, I love diving into these topics, try to figure out what's going on, the energy beneath the surface, but at the same time, I don't fully get it. I don't feel like I fit into it, just as not fitting, I think, that David would be in a fiat so there's the answer to that no i i it's not a click i don't think i don't, I don't think it's uh i can't see you david getting out of a fiat and and uh, just being like yeah, yeah I, I own that and, and but i'll i'll tell you i think the reason why i think you're way too cool for that not that a fiat is not cool it just doesn't fit like i could see you getting out of a you know mustang convertible black right and and maybe it's a convertible with the top down maybe not i don't know but like you're getting out of it leather jacket sunglasses like you're you're a cool guy whether or not you ever intended to portray that that's the impression you put on me i also know i know some of the things you care about deeply and so for me there, there's no conflict i see a person who who is is cool but also caring about things that, that are going on in the world, wanting to change things that are, that are um, injustices and, and problems in the world. Like, yeah, there's no conflict there. Um, so that makes sense to me. I think if you, if you were to approach that same image, though, with a different view of what a cool guy is, we're going back to the label, if you think part of, of cool from the other things you've seen in the past means ignoring a lot of things and focusing just on the on the the things that you, that matter to you then you might have a completely different view um so i guess this is how it's all tied together for me um i was thinking about this like i i've been in awe of people who seem even at a young age to be so confident in knowing what it was that they wanted to be they were comfortable with the label they seemed to know what the image was and they would just move into it. Maybe, maybe they didn't really care how they were coming across, but I, that doesn't make sense because they seem to have a, a mature understanding, even at a younger age, of what it was that they were moving towards. It's, it was like it's almost like their destiny or something. They knew it. They were in tune with it. And then, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm wondering, I'm guessing if most other people feel like I do where you're... you're kind of trying to figure out what that is um if it's a calling if it's if it's you know you're in sync with the skill set that that your family has possessed you know even back into your ancestry it's just something you're meant to do or you're very good at it and now you're trying to figure out how it fits in the current culture and in the current world based on technology and and um just where we're at with world events things like that so it yeah I, i'm betting most people feel like I do, just a little searching, trying to trying to figure out where we fit. But I'm st I still find those people who don't seem to need to look. I find them really, really fascinating. So, um, yeah. When I then think about you, Dave, in a Fiat or in a truck, for that matter, um, or any vehicle. You, you seem to, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you're one of the people who um, definitely has that confidence of knowing exactly where you're at, but you're still farther along in that progression than I, than I am, I think. <laughs> and that's why it, it's interesting to me to see 
and and hear the questions and and we we've talked about motorcycles in recent days and and uh that's been a very fun conversation because I, as i see the kind of bikes that you would ride and stuff like that i'm realizing like those don't fit what i thought i th- what i thought i thought of you um and i like growing that that bit of information i like seeing an expanded view of that image as i get to know you more um I don't know. I, I bet that would apply to everyone. I wonder if we have a, just a limit to our brains, though, how much we can take in. Otherwise, we might conclude and we would say about everyone and about every decision, I, yeah, that does fit you. Um, I bet it would. I bet it would if you really could get to know everyone. And I think we're, we're just limited by our own ability to connect. And uh, that's where I, I also kind of, I like stereotypes. I, I've, I am very comfortable with um, growing those, trying to understand what fuels them from different points of view. But I, I'm, I feel very lucky because from a young age, I learned not to associate a judgment to it or a value. So I can, I can see some of the, the cultural tendencies. I'm very, I, I enjoy hearing stories about it, you know, even jokes and stuff. They don't make me cringe until there there's a value assigned and, and a, some kind of ranking um, placed on it and um, yeah I, I think that um, it's neat to see that and to see how that's playing out it, it, it pains me though to see the way that the, the whole world seems to be striving to rank everything nowadays uh, that's that's truly heartbreaking to me and it, 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 it wears me down but I get uh, I get a little bit of energy back when I get to have conversations like this that I, w- I wasn't expecting. They can't seem to come out of nowhere. And um, I guess I'll conclude with that. I'm, I'm near the end of my time limit, and I'm going to just throw this out there. Maybe we'll elaborate further. Sweet all the way, much to my detriment. I wish I didn't like sweet as much as I do. Um, but you know what? Whether or not it's courtside snacks, um, you know, treats at a, at home at a birthday party, whatever, or just sneaking in some dessert somewhere. Yeah, it's it's all about sweets. Um, anyway, <laughs> I've enjoyed the time. Thank you for listening to me ramble. And uh, once again, I'm Michael, and this has been episode four of In Your Court.